0: You're listening to WRFR LP 93.3 in Rockland and coming to you all over the world wide web at (sighs) wrfr.org. Is that all you have to say? A sigh? I've had enough.
1: I've just had enough. Okay? I'm sick of the dark. I'm sick of the weather. I'm sick of the pandemic. I'm sick of these same four walls.
0: You know what you need? You need catharsis.
1: Catharsis? I ate a whole box of all bran,
0: and it didn't help. No, not that kind of catharsis. The only way to break out of a bad case of cabin fever is to just let it all out.
1: Well, all right then.
0: That's exactly what we'll do.
1: All right, look sharp!
0: The Strand is on the air! From the stage of the Strand Theater in downtown Rockland... And from all over biometrical transcription, it's the Strand on the Air Cabin Fever Special. Featuring the music of Brittany Parker, a barrage of stress-believing laughs with the Strand family players, and a special visit from Golden Oak. I'm your announcer, Dan Bookham, and here's your house manager, Liz McLeod.
1: Good evening, neighbors from downtown Rockland where the sun just set eight minutes ago. And it won't be nighttime dark for another half hour yet. No doubt about it, we've almost made it through another winter, and it's time to sweep off the dust of cabin fever. And with the new brooms ready to swing, here come Brittany Parker and the Blake Rosso Band.
2: I grew up on the bay, overworked way on the pen. I did not what the young man do. Swung hammer by the day, at night when I'm playing, and woke up holding you. I've beetled down, I've down, i feel one for you, dear. I've down, I've down. Still one
3: for you, dear
2: Your eyes have never seen A boy so long and lean as cut from earth and stone I drive that hammer down I'd shake the whole damn town, shake the mine from fry me up bones I'll home them, I'll be them, I'll build one for you, dear came of all those days is this penance that we pay for building like we did The walls went up too fast We fought too young to last We were just two foolish kids Oh, I've been looking down to cut my soul up by the pound since you walked out of my front door The little part of me in every home I leave I should have leaving you much more I be home, I be home, I be one for you dick, I be home, I be home, I be one for you dick.
1: Parker says hello to kick off our broadcast this evening and close behind we find our announcer Dan Bookham.
0: Yeah well I'm not so excited. Daylight savings time starts in two weeks and that means one less hour to enjoy blessed unconsciousness. It is so much easier to deal with what's going on when you don't know what's going on.
1: Well considering how many people today don't seem to know what's going on I think you're probably right. Let's see if we can't inform them all.
0: Bring it on. Good evening.
1: I'm Chamomile Bourgeois.
0: And I'm Carl Stuffel with all things rescinded. In the news tonight, if there's one thing you can count on at this time of year, it's that people are going to complain. It's too dark. It's too cold. It's too boring. The pandemic's still out of control. Everything is just too, too, too. And with all the complaining season in full swing, you can be sure someone, somewhere, will come up with an idea to make money off it.
1: So is it any surprise that the endless complaining of these pandemic winter days has inspired a whole new musical genre? The sound is grumblecore. (laughs) the music. Now, meet the performers behind the sound. The band's called Karen Spleen.
4: Yeah, Karen Spleen. My partner is Olga. You may call me Dennis. You are
1: European?
4: Oh, no, I am from Long Island. Great neck, to be specific. Uh, But, But
1: your accent?
4: It is for marketing purposes. Marketing? Yeah, we find that Americans dislike slashing cultural criticism from their own people. But, when that criticism is delivered in a supercilious European accent, it is considered art. And we have found that such art is most lucrative.
1: I see. And, uh, Olga here, is is—is she also from Long Island?
4: <sighs> oh, she has little to say. Her disdain is beyond your feeble comprehension.
5: I can speak for myself, you know. And Olga? You know my name is Madison.
4: Who do you think you are? I own the guitars. My father got some wholesale shots. You were a mere street corner busker. I molded your destiny. I nurtured your genius. I made you, Olga.
5: Oh yeah? Who bailed you out of jail last night after you got in a fight with that theater <sighs> manager over the merge
4: percentage! At a trifling charge. My father's lawyer's see to its dismissal. The machinations of the law will do nothing to halt our rigorous critique of American social mores. And that's Grumblecore.
1: Uh, I guess the question then comes up. Did we really need complaints set to music?
4: Your skepticism bores me. For what is modern society but a throbbing, innovated mass of complaints? not merely the vast systemic injustices that reduce our daily lives to the endless battling of caged mice over scattered crumbs of food. We leave those complaints to plaintive singer-songwriters with yellow hair, sitting on stools beneath the glow of a single yellow spotlight. Grumblecore is the music of the schmalt complaints, the petty outrages, the endless passive, aggressive bickering that suffocates late capitalist society, and also we do ballads i'd like to hear that
5: no you wouldn't they're awful he's a terrible songwriter and a real jerk do you know when we go to the grocery store he deliberately takes 15 items to the 14 item or less line Uh and dares them to say anything
4: oh 14 items or fewer that is the correct syntax Uh Oh, I hate you! Oh, you see how she never drops character? It's just what makes her the great artist that she is. Bjork pines endlessly for the mere chance to polish her boots.
1: Well, maybe you could do another one of your numbers for us. Well, there
4: are so many.
5: And they all stink.
4: Oh, she's a great artist. We are selling her soul on eBay as an unfungible token. Well, maybe you could do just one more song for us. Ah, yeah, as you wish.
3: Ball. Hey, boy, the super blue Ball. Ball. and you can take it back to the chef. Blue Hey, boy, the super blue Um,
1: uh, uh, um, no, 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 maybe not that one. Uh, I thought you said you did ballads. Maybe something soft and kind of pretty.
4: Well, oh, we don't do pretty. We do uh, gorgeous. Oh, uh. you, see, you see the work we are doing.
1: Well. Not to be obtuse, but... Uh, Don't,
4: do not apologize. It is who you are. Own it. But, uh, Own it! Stand up for yourself. Insist on yourself. Covet yourself.
3: Don't you ever shut
4: up! Be the infinite gravitational field at the center of your own universe, even when it is inappropriate and counterproductive to do so. This is the message of Karen Schpleen. Now we shall sing our final song. <coughs> I want to speak to the manager
1: uh,
5: Out of my way! Hey! You! Validate my parking!
4: Well, uh, um, that didn't quite uh, work. uh. And what of you? I sent a seething spirit behind that repressed and soporific exterior. Have you considered a career in music?
1: Not since they repossessed my clarinet. And thank you, the artists formerly known as Karen Spleen. Meanwhile, the slow and plodding approach of spring used to be a time of year fraught with great significance in small Maine towns, as town meeting season loomed up as the annual embodiment of pure democracy.
0: But a combination of changing times and the pandemic have left the old-fashioned Maine Town Meeting a piece of vanishing Americana. And that's true even in the tiny town of Abysmal Point, according to Select Board Chair Eunice Pilchard.
1: Now, hey, I've seen a lot of changes, and I just want you to know that I've been against every one of them.
0: Oh, well, what sort of changes do you mean?
1: Well, for one thing, there's been people trying for years to change the way we vote at the town meeting, okay? Used to be people would show their hands to vote, but now everybody wants to change it to a secret ballot. You know what that is? That's un-American. The secret ballot is un-American? Yeah, look around you. No real American wants to hide how they vote. They plaster it all over their cars. They wear it on t-shirts and hats. They put signs up in front of their houses, and then they run their mouths about it all over town. You can't get them to shut up about it. And then they go on the internet and their social medias, and they tell the whole world how they voted. You call that a secret ballot? Well, that's not quite the same thing, is it? And then, and then they complain about having to sit in a room with their neighbors and show their hands on the town budget. Ugh, tell you right now, it wasn't like that when my father was running this town. Your father? Honest Ursel Pilchard, they called him.
0: An honest politician. You must have been
1: proud. Oh, oh, no, they didn't call him that for politics. Uh, He used to sell cars over to the Culvertville DeSoto Plymouth... Yeah, he never rolled back an odometer in his life. In fact, he only got into politics because he figured it'd be good for business.
0: Well, that sounds like an honest politician to me.
1: Yeah, and he stuck by that. If he wanted to get some other selectman to vote for something, he'd say, Listen, I got a good deal for you on a new Belvedere. And he always kept his promise. You just don't find a politician today that sticks to their word like that. So how did he handle town meetings? Oh, he was a master. A master. His brother, my uncle, Lucius Pilchard. Oh, he was always elected moderator, you see. My father saw to that. Isn't that nepotism? <sighs> well, no such thing. All us Pilchards is Congregationalists. and Always has been. But anyways, with my dad as the board chairman and Uncle Lucius as the moderator, why, things hopped right along at town meeting. See, Uncle Lucius was an auctioneer. Oh, a real fast talker. Yeah, he'd run the hog auctions over to the Leechfield Fair every summer. And you'd be out of there by noon. Why, people be walking along the midway with a pig under each arm with plenty of time to enjoy the rest of the fair. You see, he run the town meeting the same way. Except without the pigs. So I, I guess there wasn't a whole lot of time
0: at your town meeting for a debate.
1: Oh, there was plenty of debate. They just had to hustle to get it all in.
0: Ah, uh, yeah, they had to talk fast. Yeah,
1: you know them commercials on the radio where they're selling pills... And then this real fast voice comes on at the end, tells you how the pills could kill you. It was kind of like that. And then Uncle Lucius would say, go and go and go in, and hammer that gavel down, and everybody would raise their hands to vote, boom, 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 right down the warrant. And then we'd all dig into the bean supper.
0: A bean supper after the town meeting?
1: There. We tried one year having the bean supper before the town meeting, and, um, well, that didn't work out too good. Oh, but yeah, windows over to the Grange Hall are all painted shut. Uh. But we can't do none of that now. Times is changing, and they ain't changing for the better. These moderators we get now, why, they just drag things out. People get up and talk and talk and talk and talk. And then we got to go through all this rigmarole with writing down votes on a piece of paper and counting them out and all that. And all the while, the beans is getting cold.
0: And nobody likes cold beans.
1: Well, some people do, but, you know, they tend not to be the kind of people you want to associate with. Well, you've had a lot of changes, all right. But how about changes from the pandemic? Last year, we had to do the whole thing on the Zoom. That was awful. All in little heads on your computer screen there staring at you. And you know most of them was watching cat videos instead of paying attention. And worst of all, of course, no bean supper.
0: No bean supper
1: pandemic really has stolen away all the joy. It really has. This year, though, we was hoping to go back to the Grange Hall, you know. But with the whole Omicron thing coming up, we figured we'd better not. Instead, the town is mailing every registered voter, along with the town report, a freeze-dried cup of beans. Freeze-dried beans? Yeah. And they, they finally decided to clean out that old fallout shelter down under the grade school, you know. They found some beans down there, and they found some nice crackers, too. Uh, We're probably going to throw some of them in with the beans when we send them out. Uh, It ain't the same as a real town meeting, of course, but, uh, well, you know,
0: in Maine, you do what you gotta do. And there's no better motto for these times. And thank you, Select Board Chair Eunice Pilchard.
1: Finally, if there's one thing that means March, it's the coming of mud season as thawing ground and falling rains combine to turn the bright new world of springtime into a gooey mass of muck. Already up to his waist in mud season is Mr. Claymore O'Schmutz.
6: All right, let's get on with this.
1: You don't sound very enthusiastic, Mr. O. Schmutz.
6: What do you want from me? I'm up to my waist in mud. Look at this mess. Nothing but muck and mire as far as the eye can see. Could
1: I get you to move a little closer to the microphone, please?
6: Yeah, right. Please? <sighs> this better? And that's fine.
1: I gather, uh, Mr. Oshmutz, that you're not a fan of mud.
6: I'm up to my waist in it. What more do you want me to say?
1: Well, I don't know. Uh, maybe a, Maybe a humorous observation, or... I don't know, some some whimsical
6: philosophy? Whimsical philosophy? Are you nuts? I'm up to my waist in mud. But I thought... uh... No, you didn't. You never thought a day in your life or you wouldn't be putting something as pointless as this on the air. I don't understand.
1: The producer told me that this had all been around.
6: And the worst part of it is, we're all up to our waist in mud.
1: We don't even realize (sighs) it. that's, That's an interesting and challenging thought for all of us. And thank you, Mr. Did
6: you know that more than half the adult population of this country can't read beyond a sixth grade level? Imagine that. But does anybody care? Why care when there's billions of dollars to be made stuffing all those heads full of cheap trivia, cynical manipulation, and mind-numbing dumbed-down tap. Why settle for semi-literacy? Let's shoot for full literacy. Load up those smartphones, baby. Let's post those memes. It's a race to the bottom, and we're way out in front.
1: Now, but radio on the other.
6: Did you know that the majority of radio stations in this country are controlled by just six gigantic media corporations? Did you?
1: But the public radio.
6: Do you really think navel-gazing and tweed quirkiness is going to change anything? No. Do you?
1: Look, I'm sorry. I just wanted a nice little story about mud season. I've got to earn a living somehow. <laughs> Do you know how hard it is for a liberal arts major to earn
3: a living? <laughs> I can't help it if I don't have any aptitude for STEM. <laughs>
6: Alright, alright, we'll do the story But only if you tell Ira Glass to stop calling me
1: Right I promise I'll tell him the first thing tomorrow morning
6: Alright then, where were we? I was asking
1: about you being up to your waist in mud
6: Oh yeah, well, it's not so bad when you get used to it In fact, could be worse I mean, you ought to talk to my brother. Your brother? Yeah. I'm sitting on his shoulders.
1: Ah. That's a really old joke. A really
6: bad old joke. Sorry. Best I can do. See ya. There's
1: got to be a better way to make a living than this. And for this evening... I'm Chamomile Bourgeois.
0: And I'm Carl Stuffel. You know they're hiring at the dollar store with all things rescinded.
1: And as Chamomile and Carl go off to update their LinkedIn's, we turn to greet our musical guests this evening. We first met Golden Oak in the summer of 2020 when they did a live outdoor show with us, so on what turned out to be a rainy night out at the Owlshead Transportation Museum. And we were hoping to have them back on our stage at the Strand in January. But, uh, you know, unforeseen circumstances, etc. And it turns out we had to postpone uh, that show until June. But we are happy to give you a bit of a preview on the broadcast here tonight. So let's get to know Zach and Lena Kendall, Mike Knowles, and Jackson Cromwell. Golden Oak.
2: Say paradise ain't that far Across the Midwest, through the Great Plains Second home or broke down car Same story, different faces But this money isn't our fantasy The nothing but big house So offensive like
1: oak joining us by special recording and if you'd like to meet them in person join us at the strand on june 10th tickets are now on sale at rocklandstrand.com you know we've been plugging along with the pandemic for almost two full years now and we have i am sure all had enough right but as hard as it may be to believe right now the day will come when this whole mess is just another thing for armchair historians to misinterpret. And I'm willing to bet that whenever that is, the Strand will still be a part of Rockland, still there to entertain, to educate, and enlighten, just like it's been doing for nearly 99 years. The Dondas family founded the Strand just after the 20th century's greatest pandemic. And we are bound and we are determined to come out with colors flying after the 21sts. In fact, I wanted to take a minute to tell you here today about something new and very exciting that's coming to the Strand. Next time you visit us, you might notice a table at the back of the auditorium, next to the spot where our sound engineer sits during live shows. A table with some mysterious new computer equipment on it. And if you're really sharp-eyed, you might notice three small cameras are now mounted on the back and side walls of the main level of the theater. Well, that's our brand new live stream internet sound and video system. We were able to purchase this through a special grant we received last year and it's going to make a lot of things possible that weren't so easy for us to do before. Using this equipment, we'll be able to stream selected live programming over the internet to viewers everywhere. And we'll even be able to make some of this entertainment interactive. Brittany will be getting a lot of use out of this system with our educational programming, and we're even hoping to make some of our regular entertainment events available for internet viewing. This is all a very exciting development here at The Strand, and as soon as they can figure out how to stream the smell of fresh popcorn, I will probably do that too. And you don't have to take my word for it. In fact, I'd even understand if you didn't take my word for it, because after all, in case you forgot what I look like without my mask on, I've got one of those faces that's very hard to take seriously. That's why I had to give up my lifelong dreams of a rewarding and lucrative career in quantitative data analysis in favor of doing whatever it is that I do now. But I digress because the script ran short and I've got to fill 42 seconds to make our time. And now that the stopwatch says I've accomplished that, let me get back on topic by telling you that you can see our new streaming system in action on Saturday, March the 6th, when we proudly present the first program in our 2022 Strand Family Series, featuring Elena Moon Park and friends on stage at the Strand or live streamed to your screens at home at rocklandstrand.com. More to come in just a bit, but first, just in time to mark the half hour, here's Brittany and the boys with a booster shot of station identification.
0: You're listening to the Strand on the Air cabin fever special on WRFRLP 93.3 in Rockland and all over the world wide web at wrfr.org.
1: And with one half down and one more to go, we skitter headlong into the second portion of the Strand on the Air with a visit from that turgid titan of Terpsichore, Professor
0: Bookham. Uh, <clears throat> I must correct your introduction. I do not dance. I won't dance. Don't ask me. Sorry? Your introduction, your, your terminology suggested the dance. But I, alas, am fleet only of tongue and tonsil, and not of foot.
1: Oh, well, I guess I was misinformed. Uh, I thought those were tap shoes.
0: No, I have tacked bottle caps to the soles of my footwear, lest I slip and fall on an icy path. I am, of course, well insured, but one must not be reckless. Do we even have any ice outside
1: right now? I mean, you can never be sure in the weather that we've been having this winter. And
0: that is, by rare coincidence, my topic for this evening. Hark onto my words entitled "Whither winter weather <coughs> oh my goodness winter time was once a season of snow and wind persistent although twas cold and miserable at least it was consistent before thanksgiving snow first fell though autumn was resistant to clear the snow at christmas time you need a muscular assistant through all the wintry weeks to come spring seemed oh so very distant temperatures past the freezing point were simply non-existent but climate change has stopped all that and now winter's intermittent and snow today and rain tomorrow it seems very inefficient But I'll not complain when it warms up with March Sun Beneficent. Because I know we'll get late snow, leaving our springtime deficient. I thank you
1: And thank you, Professor Bookham. And uh, be sure not to slip on the ice, fall in the mud, or become entangled in a rare growth of exotic tropical moss on your way home. We record this show so far in advance, I have no way of knowing what the weather's really like today. Anything can happen even a second number from our friends Golden Oak. There's Golden Oak again, giving you a taste of what they'll have to offer on the Strand stage on June 10th, and tickets are available now at rocklandstrand.com. And if you're a musical talent who'd like to share your voice with the great worldwide radio and online audience, well, why not let me know? We're always looking for great acts to feature on our broadcasts. Shoot me an email, lizmccloud at manager at rocklandstrand.com. And who knows, you too could one day be that rara avis of the 21st century, a radio star. Well, let's just assume that it's a wintry Sunday afternoon as we look at in on our friends down in abysmal point. And if you ask anyone in town, they'll tell you, it's one wintry Sunday afternoon, too many. Down by the water and over by the dock, there's not much going on at the Clam Shack, so we find Mrs. Grundon, Gertie Crummett, Edith Manhaden, and Lilita grouped around a table, trying to make the time pass quicker with a rousing session of board gaming. Brittany and the boys will take us on down, here they are. All right, Gertie. All right, it's your turn. Roll the dice. Oh, do I have to? I hate this game. We've played every other game in the house, and it's the only one left. I know a game uh, you play with dice uh, that we haven't played yet. Uh, look, I got my own dice right here in my coat pocket. Oh, no, we ain't playing that game. Ah, uh, you're no fun. All right, have it your own way. Six. One, two,
7: three, four, five, six. Ha! Marvin Gardens, with four houses. That's $1,025, please. Make it big bills. I don't want to mess up my pile.
1: I ain't worried. I got millions. You wait and see. I got a system. Yeah, well, I got a system, too, and it's called the Keep Gertie's Hands Out of the Bank System. Edith, go. It's your turn.
3: Oh, yeah. Um... Got any
1: threes? We're playing Monopoly. Oh, yeah. Uh, You know, uh, back in the Depression, why, uh, we used to play Monopoly all the time on on cold winter nights. Why, uh, all the fighting and arguing that we'd do would, uh, help keep the chill off, you know? I remember one time that uh, my pa and ma didn't speak for a week after he wouldn't sell her the waterworks. Oh yeah, he he was very strong on utilities. My pal was. Uh, uh, he he owned stock, he owned stock in the Greater Culvertville Basin Reservoir and Water Supply Company. Uh, he figured it would be a comfort to him in his old age. But I guess it was not worth much uh, after that benzene leak got into Sluice Lake. Uh, made the water taste awful sharp. Yeah yeah yeah. Just go. Just go. Gonna be here all night. Well Pa tried to give that stock to Ma instead of uh you know, the one in the game, but uh, uh she wouldn't stand for that. Uh oh, didn't they fight? Uh that that's a nine, I believe. Uh one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Uh that's uh Says there, community chest. See now. Says here, a clam supper is on at the Grange. Everybody at the table pay Mrs. Grundin $20 for your share. Well, now wait just a minute there. Now, I'm the president of the Grange, and, and nobody said nothing to me about no supper. Oh,
7: come on. Did you put that card in there? I ain't
1: giving you no twenty dollars. You can put it on my tab. All them suppers and whatnot is supposed to go through the Grange committee, and and I'm going to talk to them people down there right now, and I'm going to put them straight. Oh come on now, it's like, it's just for fun. I mean, geez, don't we get tired of all them same old cards every time we play? I mean, you have one second prize in a beauty contest. Blah, blah, blah. Why not? Put in something new, why not have some fun in the game? Fun
7: for you, maybe. But here's $20. Easy come, easy go.
1: Oh, all right. You owe me a clam supper for real. All right, now that's what I like to see. (laughs) You see, you see, it might be cold and dark and blowy out, but uh, in here, we're having us some good, clean, wholesome fun.
7: What was that?
1: Come from the next room. Merton, don't kill yourself in there. Oh, never mind. Just leave me alone. It's that Peloton he bought himself for Christmas with the money he won down to Foxwoods. (laughs) He ain't got it put together right, and the wheel keeps coming off, and he falls over on his face every single time. (laughs) You get used to it. I read about them things. Uh, Listen, don't you get nervous having something like that with a camera on it in your bedroom? (laughs) At My age. (laughs) Anyways, Merton broke the camera the first day he had it. And if he hadn't, I woulda. It's just not the right procedure. uh, To rent out the Grange Hall without going through the committee. It's right there in the book. Anyways, whose turn is it anyway? Lolita, you go.
7: Time to show you how it's done. Four. And make it doubles! Park Place with... Four houses, all of which belong to me. Thank you very much. And we roll again, and a six. One, two, three, four, five, six. Takes us to Baltic Avenue.
1: Ha, Baltic Avenue with a hotel owned by me. <laughs> Gonna cost you four hundred and fifty dollars.
7: All right. Here's two hundred and fifty, and I get two hundred for pass and go. Here's your
1: two hundred. Don't spend it all in one place. So,
7: there you go. Four (laughs) hundred and fifty. Perfect.
1: Just perfect. My system is working just perfect. Oh, you and your system. We've been sitting here all afternoon hearing about your system. And everybody is sick and tired of hearing about your system. Yeah, yeah, but it works. You can't argue with me on that now, can you? Look it. Look it. I'll show you. See, I own the whole first row of the board. I got your Mediterranean Avenue... I got your Baltic Avenue for the purple group with hotels on both of them, and I got your Oriental Avenue with the hotel, and your Vermont Avenue with the hotel, and your Connecticut Avenue with four houses. I'm going to put a hotel on there as soon as I can. That's your light blue group. And then I got your Red and Railroad. In fact, I got all four of the railroads. So you know what that means? There's like a 60% chance that anybody passing Go is going to have to pay their $200 right over to me and Moa besides. Ha! It's perfect. I sit back, <laughs> uh, you pass Go, you do all the work, and I collect all the money.
7: Ha! Oh, and they say this isn't an educational game. What's that now? Oh, nothing, except, well, that's the whole point of this game, you know? The whole thing was invented in the first place to show exactly how the system works. You only win if you're better at exploiting the weaknesses of the system than anyone else's.
1: Oh, come on now. We're all just having fun. You wasn't this serious before you went off to school.
7: Oh, I was. I, I was. Oh, she
1: was. She always was.
7: And with maturity comes wisdom. And with wisdom comes an idea.
1: I ain't worried about no ideas. I got money. <laughs> Come on, whose turn is it? It's mine, I think. Yeah, yeah give me them dice. You all right, Mutton? We got any back teen? In the bathroom. All right, now, let's go. Let's go. Get him. I'm coming. I'm coming. Lolita, keep Gertie out of that bank. Hello, Grundon's clamorama. Guaranteed COVID-free since 2020. Hey! Hey! Get out of that bank, Gertie! I wasn't doing nothing. No, not you. Not you. I was yelling at Gertie Crummet. Never mind. What can I do for you? Just checking to see how many 500s is left, that's all. Keep it down over there. I'm on the phone. It's Eunice Pilchard. Fish face! Shh!
7: She'll hear you!
1: Good. Yeah, never mind her, yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah, 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 I got some chowder in the freezer. Yeah, yeah, I can chip you off a couple of pints if you want. You want crackers in it? Yeah, well, too bad, I ain't got no crackers. Yeah, there's a shortage. Yeah, you know, pandemic and everything. All right, all right, all right. Two pints of chowder for pickup. All right. Come by whenever, I'll have it ready. All right. Goodbye.
7: Fish face. Gertie, I see you with your hand in the bank tray.
1: Nothing gets by you, does it?
7: No. No, it doesn't. You
1: know, it's not that I mind a clam supper. Uh, I think it's a good thing for the community to have clam suppers, but uh, we got rules. A whole society is based on rules, and, and people got to follow the rules.
7: Oh, I agree. Yeah, They really do. Everybody has got to follow the rules.
1: All right, all right. she'll be over to pick that up in a minute. Uh, whose turn is it? It's your turn Here's a dice. All right a it now, these ain't your funny dice, are they? Oh no, I ain't even took them out of my pocket. Good. I only use them dice professionally. This is a friendly game.:
7: Oh, absolutely.
1: It better be. There's a nine. One, two, three, four, five. Six, seven, eight, nine. Vermont Avenue. Ha! With three houses. Two hundred and seventy dollars. I'll have your two hundred for pass and go, too, and you owe me another seventy besides. Uh, You see, Grundon? You see, my system works. Rest you people ain't got a chance. Here, now gimme them dice, gimme them dice. Keep your hand out of your pocket now. Watch her, Lolita, she's slick. All right, Grundon. Where's my chowder? Well, that was quick. I ain't got no time to waste. I got the road commissioner coming over tonight. Good for you, Eunice. Uh, Potholes never rest.
7: Makes me proud to live in a town with such committed civil servants.
1: You can be funny all you want. It ain't about business. It's pleasure. Me and the road commissioner got a lot in common. Watch out for the frost heaves. (laughs) That's, That's a good one right there. You keep it up, Grundon, and I'll take my business elsewhere. You know, they got that new fast food clam place over to Culvertville. Cohog King. It's in where the old Burger King used to be. All they did was change the sign. Yeah, well, my stuff has a secret ingredient. All our products are made with love.
7: And monosodium glutamate. It's nice to see young people
1: in love. Uh, just like Mickey Rooney and Ava Gardner. And I guess all them other ones. Now, like, uh, two pints of chowder. 11.49. Now, wait a minute, Grundon. This is still frozen. Well, I'm sure the two of you will thaw it out. Now, if you don't mind, we got business to get back to here. Just remember, Grundon, Cohog King. Oh, and you better keep an eye on Gertie. Fish face. All right, Gertie. Put it back. Ah. I was only fooling. All of it. Yeah, yeah. give me them dice. Two. That's chance. Let's see now. I can't read this mess without my glasses. Lolita, what's this say now?
7: Says, you've been caught swindling food from Grundon's Clamorama. Go directly to jail. Do not pass go. Do not collect 200 Ha!
1: Huh. I was hoping you'd now get that Now, just a one. minute. This ain't a real card. House rules. House rules.
7: Wait. Wait, it says more. Look here. Pay restitution to Mrs. Grundon of (laughs) $5,000. Look, Gertie, this little cartoon even looks like you. It came
1: out pretty good, didn't it? Look at that face there. (laughs) conspiracy. That's what it is. Hey, you agreed to house rules when we started, and rules is rules. That's right. Rules is rules. Should have gone before the committee. All right, all right. Have it your way. What do I care about cash, anyway? I'm property rich. I got a system. Hmm. let see now. Come on, Warren Buffett. Shell out. Well, um... Well, it, uh... It, uh... It seems like, uh... uh, Let's go, Goody. Pay up. Well, uh... Um... Uh... uh I, I, I don't... I seem to have the cash uh, to, Ah, is uh, that so? Well, I guess you'll just have to raise it somehow. Lilita, how about floating me a little loan? <laughs> you know I'm good for it.
7: Sorry. Can't do that. It's against the rules. And besides, after my little visit to your luxurious Baltic Avenue accommodations there, I'm kind of short on cash. Edith,
1: here. You want to buy a railroad or something? I'll make you a good price. No, uh, no, I don't think I like railroads. Uh, I remember this one time I took a train ride from Rockland uh, to uh, Cleveland, I think, uh, in Ohio, you know, uh, by way of Boston and then uh, to New York and um, Philadelphia and then to Washington and uh, Pittsburgh and um, Cleveland. Yeah, It's a very nice city uh Cleveland is uh 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 they give me this thing to eat uh called um a pierogi I think it was uh I think that's some kind of a snail uh uh give me the indigestion though and uh uh on the ride home why they uh they put me in a lower berth, you know, and uh i didn't sleep a bit uh it was a very unpleasant trip
3: uh, uh
1: no, Gertie. I I think I'm off railroads. Grandin, Grandin, come on now. Grandin, come on. Let's talk trade here. What do you want? Well, I want my $5,000. Oh, come on now. The three of you are ganging up on me. You ain't allowed to do that. I don't see nothing in the rules says we can't do that.
7: We've got a system. A system? Collective action. You ought to read your history, Gertie. Just ordinary people standing together. It's done pretty well over the years against people with... Systems. Aw, oh, come on, Grundon!
1: Hey, Lolita, what's that word again that you like to say?
7: Solidarity.
1: Solidarity. Solidarity, gertie. You can't beat it. Gonna have to sell all your houses and all your hotels back to the bank, you're gonna have to mortgage all them properties, and if you still can't pay up, and it don't look to me like you can, you're bankrupt. I can't be bankrupt, I got a system! Oh, come on now, give me a break. Ah, solidarity, that's what it you is. You gotta go by the rules, though. You gotta have a clam supper. It's got to go by the committee.
7: Solidarity always win.
1: Solidarity, that's for sure. And leave it to Lolita to teach us all a lesson that we ought to take to heart. Just like we should take to heart another tune from Brittany. Here's Brittany Parker helping to tape up the box on another broadcast. But before we pack it away in the attic, here comes Brother Bookham to say the benediction.
0: Where were you a hundred years ago? Well, it's no shame if you weren't anywhere. 1922 was a long time ago, and only about four one-thousandths of one percent of today's world population was alive back then. Hello, Mother. Back when trolley tracks ran down Main Street, movies were silent, and The Strand was just a good idea waiting to happen. But in the century since, the Strand's gone from an idea to an institution. Surviving the depression, a world war, the coming of talkies, television, the internet, even a pandemic. And as we prepare to begin our second hundred years, with plenty of new and innovative surprises ahead, we look more than ever to you, our friends, patrons, and members, for the support and strength to entertain, educate, and inform the community that's made us its own. Be part of a Rockland institution at rocklandstrand.com.
1: And as the clock runs down, we thank all our own crew, Brittany and Dan, our Strand family players, our special guests, Golden Oak. And as ever, I tip the headscarf with a big SFL to our dear Strand family, scattered hither and yon, because no matter how far away you are, you're never far away. We'll be back on the air in April, but be sure to have your VAX card and your photo ID ready and come see us at the Real Strand, where there's always something doing that's worth your time. Till then, I'm your house manager, Liz McLeod, saying stay safe, get your booster, and we'll see you soon. All right, grab the brooms and clean up. Let's go!
0: The Strand on the Air, electrically transcribed, is written, edited, and directed by Elizabeth McLeod. Musical direction by Brittany Parker. Technical assistance by Jesse Davis. Our grand family players are Lily Bonarigo, Brad Jonnell, Olivia Vanner, and William Dahl. Dan Bookham, speaking to the whole grand family, wishing you good night and soon good end the Strand on the air comes to the Strand Theatre on the edge of Penobscot Bay in beautiful downtown Rockland Maine. WRFR LP 93.3 in Rockland, coming to you all over the World Wide Web at wrfr.org.